Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Need to hydrate but tired of plain old water? You need rebellious infusions. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. And L-thionine for brain health. 10 organic flavors and convenient liquid packets. Just add 16 ounces and you are on your way. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Yeah, you know, first off, I'm going to go mindset here because... Starting at a young age, when my mom was explaining to me, hey, you're struggling with dyslexia, right? You have a problem. Like, I immediately gathered this mindset of, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm a problem, right? Mm. And then fast forward to, to some real estate stuff, right? Like, I more or less was a failure once again, right? Like, and I, I'm, I don't mean that about myself. I've never believed that about myself. But at that moment, I failed. And at that young age, that was a, those things really negatively impacted me. So I kind of carried into my adult life, even going into aerospace, like working really hard, but not just because I'm a hard worker, but also I felt like I had to prove something. And it, and that was subconscious. At that age, I wouldn't have known that, but I had a bit of an ego. And actually, when I the, the tough challenge I'll mention is let's, let's just talk about that real that whole transition. I went from being a guy who I saw, I remember I was like, I think it was a dentist appointment. And there was a magazine, it was Forbes, and it said 30 under 30. And I just remember picking it up. This is back when people didn't have smartphones like <laughs> that handy. So we, I looked at a magazine, I picked it up and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I want to be a Forbes 30 under 30. Like I want to do this. And at that time I decided, you know what? I'm not going to let the failure hold on to me. I'm going to become this. But I developed this really strong sense of ego because I never dealt with the actual issues or the pain. I just masked it with, I'm going to become really successful financially and do really good and make this list. Right. And so that's when I invested in real estate, thinking that would be my vehicle for getting there. And I just started surrounding myself with some wrong people, including relationships. Like I, I, I was dating a girl who, as soon as the money disappeared, so did she. Right. Like, and that makes sense. And a lot of the friends, they were there until they're like, oh, he's not doing good. I don't want to have any deep conversation about how he is. Mm. Right. And man, I had that realization. You know, I was probably just starting the real estate job. And here's the thing, like being a guy who thinks I'm making Forbes 30 under 30 to taking out people's trash and breaking down boxes on a part time basis. Like, yes, I knew I, I could do well in that organization. I, again, I did, thankfully. But at that age, that's like the ultimate feeling of defeat of like, shoot, like here I am. I don't have any money for school because I blew it all on something that didn't work out. And now I'm working a part-time job taking out trash for people. And there's, there's humble beginnings. It's great. But man, that really messed me up. And I'll say this, the thing that really helped me get through it is I got a flyer in the mail one day. Again, this is when we checked physical mail. So like I had, had an actual like letter. <laughs> And it was like a young adults ministry to church. And at this point, man, like I, I wasn't in church or anything like that. I did, I did grow up in like a, a home with, with believers, but I just was like, you know what? Maybe I'll give this a shot because I literally have no friends. I'm not in a relationship anymore. Maybe I'll go check this out. And I went, but I remember even walking in, like I've always been a bit of an extrovert, but like I didn't want to talk to anybody because I didn't want them to know how much of a failure I was. Mm. And that was my actual feeling in that moment. I remember walking in and people actually like introducing themselves to me. And I realized I'm like, wow, they actually don't care that like I've made mistakes, like not that they didn't care about me, but they just didn't care that I had made mistakes. And I started like really first off finding my relationship with Jesus, which to me is the foundation of my life. Like that's when I really started getting healing and, and freed from this feeling of being a failure along the way. But also I found some of the most meaningful relationships in my life. And still to this day, some of my best friends were people that I met in that time. And to me, from a psychological, like personality perspective, like I've done a full 180 of coming from somebody who's like, all these failures are gonna hold me back my whole life to 
no, I'm going to find a way like winners find a way, right? I'm going to find a way to still make the most out of my life and live it at the fullest ultimately for God, but also so I have a life that I really enjoy. And, and that's kind of like that whole journey that I'll share with you there. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's so evident now, if you look back on the things you learned in these surrounding these people who were like, hey, I got a foundation. These are things, why would we accept people in our life that aren't treating us well or mm-hmm. are only here for the money? Or, you know, and we, and we see it, you know, in the back of our mind, I think we've all had those friends going, are they really in it for the long haul or are they in it for the good time right now because it's all good and you know it's just the person i'm really going in the foxhole with and you discover that through these trials of who those people are and who they're not right and so and your meter goes up too right you get that bs meter (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait a minute man like wait what do you stand for and what do you believe in and people are like well you know i don't know a couple brands (laughs) that i wear and you're like wait a minute man hold on like, right. So it's interesting how we develop people. So as, as you go through this, talk to me about for people that are out there right now, Alex, you know, you got people that it, it's, you know, post pandemic, small business has been shut down left and right. People call you probably every day going, man, I think I could be someone on this podcast. I think I got something to say. How do I do it? And I'm, and I'm struggling and I want something different in my life. What, what would you tell someone in that situation today? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I always tell people is you've got to show up and be transparent. You you, you can't show up and try to put on this facade of like, oh, I've always done well. Like I, I'm, what I'm sharing on this this episode with you, I've basically probably, I've ne- probably never shared half this stuff because it just hasn't come up. But now that it's come up, I didn't try to hide any of it. I wasn't like I was homeschooled because I was a super smart kid. And like, I could have just lied about that. Right. Like I was like, you're yeah. oldest son. Like I was just like that. Right. No, like yeah. that, that wasn't the case. And I'm not going to to be BS my way through it. Cause here's the thing people are looking for in podcasts, especially listeners, they're looking for an authentic conversation and more than ever people are getting, I mean, the human mind is, is evolving. People can, they can smell BS from a mile away. They can hear it from a mile away, right? They can listen to it and be like, ah, I don't know about this guy. Right. There's, there's a red flag there. I don't want to be that. And I think that the best thing that I can tell others is don't be that yourself either. When you're showing up on podcasting on either side of the mic, be yourself, be transparent with you where you are because people go on journeys. Like our life is a journey ultimately. And if they feel like you've already hit the peak pinnacle of all things, right? You're not taking them with you. They're just trying to catch up to you. And that only lasts so long. But if you're saying, here I am, and I'm going to try to get to here, who wants to go with me, right? With your story. Like, so I'm I'm at this low point, but I'm going to try to get like midway and we'll, we'll just kind of walk this journey together. When people hear that development on either side of the mic, that is the best way to show up. That really resonates with people because ultimately podcasting, my mind is about developing no like and trust with people. And people like to go on journeys with people they know, like, and trust. And they want to be able to feel that sense of connection with somebody. So that's kind of where I tell people to get started. Like on either side of the mic, whether you're the host or the guest, make sure you're trans from that place of, of sharing from that place of true authenticity that you're really just showing up 100% yourself. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a beautiful thing, man. Like I think people struggle with that, especially at a young age. I struggled with that a lot because I wanted to be something I wasn't. And I wanted to have it now, right? <laughs> like, you know, my, like I want to be in the World Series tomorrow, right? And I want everyone to see me as a big deal. And I wasn't a big deal. I'm still not a big deal. And I think I wanted that for the wrong reasons. And I, I like to tell, you know, I speak to a lot of kids and I tell them, like, hey, man, no mistake was made when they made you. Like, you, you know, you're perfect. And we see these flaws in ourselves and go, oh, man, I wish I had this like Alex has. And, you know, like, hey, you know, you're perfect. 
and it's not wrong. It's going to serve you in some way, you know, just like that learning disability young age served you on how you work through it, how you learn to overcome, how you come across those challenges. And the other thing I tell a lot of people is about authenticity. It's like, hey, man, if you don't like you, I don't know if you're going to expect other people to like you. Yeah, like, you got to be the true. best you that you can be because no one else is replacing you. I can't be Alex. Alex can't be Trent. That's not going to work. You know, I mean, what you said there is just so important. I, I think that we have to be comfortable with who we are. And here's the thing. If you want to be a winner, like you have to be yourself and just own where you've come from. And just like you're saying, like, understand that the journey has molded you to who you are. Here's the thing. If, if I was naturally really good at school and everything my whole life, and let's just imagine real estate didn't crash and being really successful, I'd have a terrible ego, but also I wouldn't be the like have developed the working skills I need to. I would have never started a company because I wouldn't have been willing to say, okay, I have to wake up at seven o'clock, even though no one's telling me to, right? So I can get to the grind so I can make it happen until you can like build some systems around it and then it's no longer a grind, right? But like those things, that just comes from development and owning your journey along the way. And I, I think a big part of that really is reflecting to know that, like to look back and basically say, hey, this is who I am. Like this is, or this is my journey. It would say who I am. But at the, ultimately, I understand that I am a winner and I am going to find a way to continue to drive forward using everything at my advantage that I've had in my life. And I'm just going to share that with everybody. I think that when you show up that way, again, podcast, anything you do, that goes further than any form of sales tactics. That goes so far because you really are someone who's showing I am going somewhere, no matter what shortcomings I've had along the way, no matter what's potentially held me back, I'm still pressing on and going. And I, I just think that's the most beautiful way to show up. Those are the people that I try to surround myself with over any other form of person. Yeah, I think one of the values of our show, and I saw this in pro sports, right? Is it's hyper learning. I bring in the best people in the world who know something that of course I don't know, right? And, hmm, and, right. and I don't have your experiences, right, Alex? Like I didn't go what you went through, right? I didn't have the learning disabilities. I never did the Murph challenge. I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't homeschooled. Like all these things. And so you bring these experiences of people that came along and all these years, whether you appreciate it, whether you don't, you had 15 years of all these aerospace people around you, which by the way, if you don't know, we always talk about like, well, I'm no rocket science. Yeah, people went to work <laughs> as rocket scientists every day, right? Right. <laughs> so you actually have these people who are like brilliant, right? And oh, so yeah. you get all this information, you get these experience shares that, and how great organizations do this really well is they go, hey, I got an Alex, I got a Diana, I got a Trisha, I got a Buktar, I got a this. And like, they all come from different cultures, different environments, different socioeconomic backgrounds. And they go, man, this is what I learned along the way. And we all grab that and learn that like, watch out, like things are going to happen. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I found that to be so true, man. Like just the, the different journeys, different people, it, when you get that type of people together, like in a boardroom or something like that, man, it is powerful because like, I, I only know from my experience and all of us have some form of limiting beliefs. So like when I'm sharing something in a boardroom, like, I don't think this is possible. I don't think we can do it. And I learned to not say those words anymore because someone else in the room is like, actually, when I was growing up, we, we did this, this, and this. And I think if we applied the same sort of tech to this, we could actually do it. I'm like, oh shoot, this person's right. You know, but the, there's something beautiful about like that yeah. diversity in a room that just like in the, the different cultures, different backgrounds, everyone, you bring the right minds in there of, of an abundance mindset. If we are going to find a way to do this, man, I remember like I was in one group, we called it CTU, but it doesn't stand for what most people think it does, not in our organization, <laughs> but I love that meeting because it was a very, it was a group of very like diverse backgrounds. This is a small group, but I will tell you what, it was the integrators in the company. These are the people that were going to drive it forward. And together, like we might have some like little heated conversations, but we'd always leave there. And two weeks later, something in the company was happening better than it was before it. So I, I'm with a man that is such a powerful thing. I remember that's like one of the things I absolutely loved about that, that company and just being in business it was fun to be in that room with people. 
Awesome. Let's go. I want to dive in a little bit back to this mindset. This is so important for people that are out there. And this is one of the things I want to address into the challenge of if you're facing it today. Past doesn't define the future, right? So I want to talk a little bit about like you've been through some challenges in the past. And so if I looked at my real past of things like I'm, I'm shameful about, I feel guilt, I feel resonance about, man, they were brief moments and there's probably five to 10 of them. Like I've had, I've had millions of moments in my lifetime, but I'm going to let seven things define my life that, listen, I do have regret. Like I, I would love to go back and say, Hey, I wish you weren't such a schmuck at that time, Trent, made a lot better decisions of how you would have treated somebody or how you could have done that differently. But should I let that moment that happened 31 years ago define who I am today? So walk yeah. me through how yeah. you did allow that to happen. Absolutely not. And like I said, for a while, like I, I did let that start happening. And then at, thankfully, a young age, like I just, I found that relationship with Jesus. It really helped me a lot. And since then, man, I've been on this, this self-development just journey. And so like I, I journal every single morning. I spend intentional time diving into areas that I, I think there might be an issue. And I'm not necessarily looking for the bad things, but I'm looking for healing in that. And here's why I do that. Because again, the way I show up on podcast is going to directly reflect my mental health, like my internal self, right? Like that is ultimately what's going to be reflected if I'm being authentic and transparent. Same with my business, the way I show up to lead it. I'm going to like, if I'm always worried about, oh man, but I failed before. So maybe I shouldn't lead this or I can't tell my teams what to do because I've just made so many mistakes. No, I've got to work that stuff out. So like, like you're saying, those seven things or for me, maybe it's like, I don't know, 10, 12, right? Of those moments, even though you don't reckon, remember the other million, you just remember those few. That's, that's, there's a lesson there, right? But I just dive into those and I really go after them and I seek that healing. And sometimes I meet with coaches to do that because I want to make sure that, hey, I am on this self-mastery journey so that when I show up for the people that I'm serving, uh, whether that be my family the people that are trusting me with their wallets, right? The members of, of the pod pros organization. I want to show up being a hundred percent whole, not with this weight of like my past on it. Right. So I just, I, I've learned to let those things go again, through self-reflection, through coaching and those things. I think it's such an important process for everyone to go through. It's, it's self-mastery. Like in many ways, it's such small things. People are like, why would you even try to uncover that? I'm like, because I want to be fully whole for the people I'm showing up to serve. And, yeah, and so I think it's important to do. I think that's huge. Great plug for the counselors and people that are licensed in the world to come and help. Because as we look out at our world today, like there's people out there that are going to help you. Like you want to walk through this? And, and what I learned about going through some hard things in my childhood was like, hey, man, you don't need to relive it, but you might need to revisit it and dive through some things about these things, right? Because re reliving it takes you into the depression. It takes you into the, it gets you back into that funk and back in that fear or terror or whatever you've gone through. And so, but, but revisiting it is like, Hey, how's this affected me? What happened through that? You know, why did I think this way? Hey, reason why maybe you thought incorrectly about that is because you were six years old when you're having your brain wasn't formed, ready right. to think right about that. So <laughs> right. you got some wrong input at, at a time where you couldn't process that input. So guess what? Some wires crossed at that time. And now let this counselor kind of, Hey, let me rewire you a little bit. Let me get that software back online because there's a, there's a little bit of time and there's some professionals out there that'll help you. So I always encourage people to get out there and do that. Let's finish you up here a little bit. I know we got to run here, but man, you know, I ask a lot of people like, how you doing? And they're always like living the dream, man. <laughs> and you know, like I got a chance to do that, right? I got a chance to go to three world series. I was the yeah. kid running oh, yeah. around my backyard and hitting the wiffle ball, like, you know, bottom of the ninth, you know, Clark's <laughs> up, you know, I didn't play in any world series cause I wasn't that good. And they made it, the, they gave me that. You'd make a good coach talk, which is right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you clearly did. So that's yeah. good. So, you know, I looked out and like, man, these are people actually living the dream. And, you know, you've told me that, I mean, genuine and authentically like, Hey man, I am absolutely living my dream of what I want to do. 
Walk me through like why that's so valuable to you today. Yeah, you know, so my career in corporate was good, but I knew that being an entrepreneur was just in my blood. I could feel it there. I loved podcasting and that would have been great. And most people just say, I'm okay with good, right? Like it's comfortable, I'm okay. And that word comfort there is what we always have to stretch. And for me, I realized that, you know what? I want to sacrifice the good for the sake of the potential great. Like I didn't know that what I was going to do was going to work. And thankfully, we're, we're doing very well. It's become very successful. I'm thankful for that. But it was a calculated risk of, you know what? Here's what I have today and it's good, but here's where great is. And I'm just going to fill in the gap of what could happen. And I'm going to take that calculated risk. And so I just encourage people, this is like the journey I went on. And now I'm so thankful for my life is, but decide for yourself, like, where is it that you want to go? Like reflect, think about that, like dream. And then say, okay, what are the steps I need to take to get there, to make my life really look this way? And then start going after it. And it's, it's all micro steps. Like I, I, that transition of going from corporate to, to entrepreneurship wasn't like the flip of a switch. I mean, it was over years that it took me to, to be able to do this. Like I was building the company. I didn't like quit and then start the company. I had already started. I was doing both things. And I think that the quote that I know has been shared in this podcast before, but I think that really holds true is Jerry Rice saying that today I'll do what others can't. So tomorrow I'll have what they can't like, or today I'll do what they won't. So tomorrow I can have what they can't. And I just think so many of us, we need to make those small steps every day to get closer to what great looks like in our lives and be willing to sacrifice the good. And again, for me, that has been the, the journey that I've been on. I'm thankful that my life and what I do for work is very fulfilling and I consider it great. It is great. So check out podpros.com. Alex Sanfilippo, believe it. Alex, tell them where they can find you again real quick. Yeah, podpros.com. Everything I do is there. I'd love to hear from anybody. So you can find ways to contact me and I'm very accessible. So I'd love to have a conversation with anybody here. But but Trent, thank you so much for what you do here with Winners Find A Way. This has been a, a great podcast for me to listen to and truly an honor to be here with you today. You bet. And your show. Podcasting Made Simple. It's on podpros.com. You are going to find it real easily. <laughs> That's it. easy. Podcasting Made Simple. Love it. Alex, thank you so much. I'm thinking about this one. I thought about your life, the homeschool, the this or that, man. Taking the risk, right? Can't steal second with your foot on first. That was my quote thinking about mm. you, man. Like, listen, always willing to go and say, hey, listen, let's go and find out. I think I can make it. And you know what? If I get called out, I'm going to get another at bat. I'll be there again. You know, I'll, I'll step up to the plate and take another challenge. So proud of you, Alex. Thanks for coming along, man. And, and for everybody out there, winners find a way. Check us out every Friday, 1230 Eastern, 930 AM Pacific on the YouTube channel. You can find us all in the big podcast, Refined Program, out on Apple, Spotify, and all the major brands. So check us out there. Till next time, winners find a way. Thanks, Alex. Thanks again. Rebellious Infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious Infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 999999. Do you want to be our next guest? Or do you have inspiring stories to share? Or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.